Hello and welcome to the Mindful Mama Wellness podcast series, where we will chat about everything from fitness, nutrition, prenatal education, birth, and more, giving you knowledge and information to help you learn, grow, and thrive. Now go ahead and get comfy and enjoy our episode. The fourth trimester, or also known as the first three months of your baby's life, can be a profoundly difficult time for new mothers. You've just given birth to a new baby. You've just given birth to becoming a new mom. You're adjusting to all these new changes while you're also trying to heal your body and find some sort of normal feeling again. It was truly a shock for me after having Allison, realizing that I had just grew and carried this little human for nine months. And then just like that, all of a sudden she was in my arms and I was having to adjust to my new role as a mom, all while relearning my new body. Well, you're not pregnant anymore. Your body is still adjusting to this new life. And that's why I like relatively the term for three months postpartum is the fourth trimester. I'm glad to hear that it's being used so much more often now and being considered as the last stage of pregnancy. I think it's really fitting because many of the physical concerns or issues we deal with or dealt with during pregnancy, they're still affecting us during this postpartum period. And just because I'm saying three months postpartum, it doesn't mean that they're going to magically go away at the end of three months. Things like a weakened pelvic floor, loose joints, our compromised abdominal wall. This can all be hard because we're beginning to feel a little bit more normal again after a few weeks, but physically we should still be working towards as if we are in our third trimester. We have to think about our pelvic floor. We have to think about that abdominal wall that just stretched and pulled apart to accommodate this human being. Now, after having a baby, you might feel an immense amount of pressure to jump right back into your regular fitness routine, working out. How can you not? It's all over the place to bounce back or get your body back. That's a whole other topic for me, but (laughs) as new moms, it's really hard. It's hard to be patient. It's hard to be realistic. It's hard to feel like ourselves again, but really we just, at least speaking from my perspective, I just wanted to feel like me. I wanted to feel like my body was my own. I felt like I'd been sharing it for those last nine, 10 months. And yes, I still very much was postpartum and am right now postpartum with Colton because I'm breastfeeding and they're little tiny humans that need your love and support and want to be on their mama. But Finding that balance so you feel like you is really important, but it's also really important to be patient. So what I want to say is give yourself some time instead of jumping back too soon and not letting your body heal completely. Remember how it took 40 weeks to form that fully pregnant body and to grow your adorable little human. Give yourself grace and remember that it's going to take that time or more to get back to doing some of the same pre-pregnancy things you were doing. 
no matter if your labor is quick, long, surgical, whatever it might be, your body undergoes a huge transformation to bring your little life, your little human into this world. If you're anything like me, you might feel the urge to get back into working out immediately after your baby. I was itching to get moving after Colton, especially because those last few weeks with my severe hip and low back pain in the pregnancy, I was just itching to get back to walking and moving and going for a run. Oh gosh. Most doctors will advise women to recover for at least four to eight weeks before resuming exercise. But did you know the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists are now saying it's okay to gradually resume exercise in postpartum whenever you feel up to it? Although this is true, this doesn't mean jumping right back into how you worked out pre-pregnancy. And I just want to say that out loud, and I want you to hear that. Whenever you feel like it or feel up to it, you still have this giant wound on the inside of your uterus, like the size of a dinner plate. Picture that, the inside of your uterus from where the placenta detached. That's not going to magically quickly heal up. It's little things like that. You really got to give your body time. So when it comes to exercising postpartum, I just want to stress slow and steady. Remember that it's not going to happen overnight or in a few weeks. It took nine plus months to grow your baby. I suffered with diastasis recti after Allison and also now with Colton. And although I didn't jump right back into exercise with Allison, when I did start working out, I didn't take it slow enough and have patience with my core. And I got frustrated. I got so frustrated. I had to get rid of that all or nothing mentality and instead start working on building a strong foundation from within, building and activating my core from within, and then adding on from there. I had to actually listen to what I tell all of my clients, but that was really hard for me. All the physical changes we experience in pregnancy are often, they have to cause us to compensate in some way, and this can create entirely new movement patterns in our body. There are certain muscles that become weakened, tightened, overstretched during pregnancy, and this can really mess with our alignment during postpartum periods too. So paying attention to your form is going to be so important, so key, knowing when things feel misaligned or out of line and knowing what to do to correct it. Because when we don't, our form will tend to suffer and then we're going to start having this domino effect of things that are just going to start to not heal the way they probably should be. Childbirth can leave your pelvis out of whack, your abdominal wall, your muscles, they're all weakened. No matter how much you're working on moving during pregnancy, they're stretching, they're weakening, it's happening. Not to mention if you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding, whatever you might be doing, all that bending over, that hunched posture we tend to get into, picking up a baby. There are all things that aren't great for our posture, so we have to think about the whole picture. This is where postpartum stretches can also come really in hand and exercises paired with them, but even just simple stretches. It's taking the time to take care of yourself and slow and steady getting back into your workouts, getting back to where you would like to be, getting back to doing some of the things you did pre-pregnancy or early on in pregnancy. It's just slow and steady and slowly taking care of yourself. One thing I really want to talk about is that leaking urine, leaking pee is never normal. Painful sex is never normal. This is important because it's so normalized, I'm finding, in postpartum media 
because it's so common, but common doesn't mean normal. I highly recommend that you have an evaluation done with a pelvic floor physiotherapist. In some countries like France, seeing a pelvic floor PT is standard for care postpartum. Pelvic PTs can also help identify if you have diastasis recti, they can screen you for prolapse, work on scar tissue from tearing or C-section, help identify any hormonal deficiencies in tissues, which may be causing painful sex. I highly recommend everybody sees one. Even if you don't think you have something that's that you can be like, oh, yep, this is wrong. My pelvic floor isn't functioning as it should. Or, oh, I leak pee when I sneeze or when I jump. You don't have to have one of those glaring issues telling you something's up. Go make an appointment with pelvic floor PT. Just, it's worth it. 100% worth it. I do not recommend any crunches or exercises with spinal flexion for my postpartum clients in those first six months or until any issues with diastasis, so that separation of the abdominal wall or pelvic floor dysfunction have been resolved. So what I mean is like sit-ups, spinal flexion, that's a sit-up. That's a fan favorite of everybody, but it really only strengthens your rectus abdominis, which is known as your six-pack abs, that really front top layer. And it can honestly worsen your diastasis recti, so that separation, that DR. I know so many women have the urge to do crunches thinking it's going to get them that flat stomach or that strong core after baby, but in all honesty, it can actually do the opposite and cause more damage to your core. You really want to try to focus on strengthening your deep abdominal muscles. So think about your transverse abdominus. If you've ever heard about that before, that really deep core muscle, I've got some stuff where I can help you learn to activate that. There's so many good videos out on social media now because more people are talking about your deep core muscles. So if you are following someone on Instagram, for example, and they're telling you to jump back into doing a hundred crunches, that's going to get your flat abs after having a baby. Can you please just maybe move on to the next video? Go find someone who talks about engaging your transverse abdominus, engaging your deep core muscles. Lastly, please stop comparing yourself to others. It is really hard to do, especially in today's world with social media. It may seem like other women are bouncing right back or losing all that baby weight, but just like how all of our pregnancies are different, so are our postpartum journeys. Don't believe everything you see on social media either. A lot of it's an illusion. A lot of it is a highlight reel. I know it's easier said than done, but Let's stop comparing ourselves and putting that burden on ourselves to be better because they saw somebody else who had already bounced back. For me this time around, after having Colton, I was back to exercising around eight weeks. Mentally, I really needed it. I learned the hard way postpartum with Allison that not exercising did not do me any good for my mental well-being. It's taken time and I've learned to listen to my body. I've also set a rule for myself that I needed to have at least five hours of sleep the night before, before I go do a good, hard, steady, get my sweat going workout. And honestly, it's been a game changer for me. Listening to my body has been really important this time around and I'm seeing and feeling the difference. Celebrate the fact that your journey is uniquely yours. Recovery is both physical and mental. 
And because of that, treat this process with as much grace and patience as you possibly can and try to have fun doing it. Incorporate that cute little baby into your workout with you. They want to be there with you too. Celebrate the small victories and call in for support when you need it. And lastly, just remember that you're amazing, mama.